Electronica on his label, Rock Nation. Oh, well, maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get a feature anytime I want, <laughs> and you pay me. <laughs> you want a feature? You. Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll pay you. <laughs> mm. You good? Stay good. Yeah, man. Peace, Kings. Peace, Kings. Peace, Kings. Man, good to see y'all. Been a couple weeks. Yes, sir. Still in the midst of the craziness. Still. And we are still dropping content for y'all out there. Just so y'all know. It's not the craziness. It's the new normal. Mm, I think it's a transition period from craziness to new normal. Mm. Do you just eat something? No, that's (laughs) not I just agree. I think there might be another... Uh, rebound of craziness. That's yeah, what, I agree with that completely. That's what humans tend to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. I think we tend to find crazy. Like, we like crazy a little bit. Mm, yeah, I can see I that. think after people have been inside their houses and accepted this as a transition period, that uh, once you get your freedom back, you're probably going to go a little extra i think a lot of people are gonna go extra so we were out on the road a little bit today and it was a little bit extra a lot of people out on the road unexpectedly because when this first happened i went out to go do some shopping and it was dead Mm -hmm. like 11 p.m on a sunday night dead Mm -hmm. during the day at like 12 p.m but now people have been antsy and i think ready to get back out there and uh and so they got back out there. I uh, drove past, I'm not going to say the name, but drove past a, a park, a state park. And uh, it was backed up about maybe a little less, about two miles. A state park, though? That was like open. people outside enjoying the wilderness? I'm talking about there's no more parking at the park. And they were parking on the side of the road. Wow. And it was already about two miles long to the point where it was causing traffic. You know, and, and, and to come do this, I crossed a bridge. It took it, you know, it took me an extra 20 minutes because of the traffic. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, it was a beautiful day today. Beautiful day. And, 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 you know, parks are beginning to open up. And is this part of the plan? Are they trying to slowly open up certain sections in New York? Yep. Yep. I think today was the, 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 I think today was like the first day some parks can open up. Mm. Social distancing is supposed to still be enforced, but I saw a lot of, Nah, you know, that wasn't being enforced too tough. No. Uh, well, I know I, in New Jersey that the governor has threatened the people with if you don't maintain social distancing, he will write another executive order to close parks back up. So he's kind of going to use this weekend to kind of see how it goes. Like a little test bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But then isn't it only a matter of time before more people decide that they're going to come out and I think on a day like today, the good weather, people are coming out regardless. Yeah. That's what I think. I think they had. I think they even realized when the when the forecast came out that it was going to be a great weekend. They ain't really have no choice. People been stuck in their house, and cooped up. Yeah, it's yeah. been raining a lot. Yeah, and so they the first weekend with a nice yeah. day in a long time. Well, they're gonna try and get that's, out. That's the rebound of craziness yeah. I'm referring to. But I also think like when bars and restaurants open up, you're gonna see a lot of there's like, gonna people be celebrating. Yeah. And, going extra yeah there's levels right i mean we were talking about a little bit earlier before we started where you know just opening up the subways and the buses and all the modes of transportation that's going to be crazy too yeah 
Definitely. It's definitely going to be crazy. Because you're going to have people that going to be like, oh, it's fine to come out. Do I I need my mask? Yeah. Like, they, like what kind exactly. of... Exactly. They're going to try to go back to that normal that they are used to mm-hmm. as quick as possible. So they're going to initially go out with their mask, initially go out with their gloves and their hand sanitizer. But then it's going to fall by the wayside little by little. And then that resurgence, in my estimation, of that COVID-19 is going to come back. There are other nations that have had a, a second wave. I don't, you know, I hope we don't, but I don't see why not. We tend to, we tend to be following the trend everywhere. And in, in every other aspect, I think we will follow the trend there. I think there'll be a second wave. We more than follow the trend, especially in yeah. New York. We, we led the way, you yeah. know, with the amount of cases and the amount of deaths. And, you know, headstrong people here in the States, much more so in New York. So, mm-hmm. you know, when people are ready to do something, ain't nobody going to tell them they can't do it. Right. Right. So it's just one of those places that a lot of people live really close together. So it's it's inevitable. Yeah. To me, it's a, such an interesting sociological experiment that's going on right now, like yeah. just to watch people and how they react to certain things. And, mm. you know, the initial reaction was to, yes, hunker down, chill out, stay in your house. Don't talk to nobody. Don't go nowhere. Don't mess with no senior citizens because they're most susceptible to it. Mm-hmm. And people, by and large, I think definitely abided by those recommendations because they weren't rules at the time. They were just recommendations. And then the state came down with say, yeah, you got to stay home. And so people were like, all right, cool. And then first three weeks, three and a half weeks were good. And then people started getting antsy, you know, and then the protests started happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, people start talking on Twitter and online and all that stuff. And now people are out in parks. But New York, whether you believe it or not, you know, it's fairly good about it. When we talk about those protests, that was like happening in like Midwest, right? True, true, true. But I think there were some planned protests here too. I, oh. I think some protests happened in New York. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, I think after four weeks, people being stuck in their houses. I know. Yeah, four weeks was. I started having to go out and jog a little bit. I'm glad I got a little deck outside. I had to do some things to make sure I got outside. I, yeah. Walk around my block once or twice. I've been doing one. mad yard work. Yeah. Mad yard work. Yeah. It's great. I Same. love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. But, man, it's definitely going to be a new normal out there. I think people are going to be scared and susceptible. Are we opening up? Like, are there going to be other diseases, other pathogens that are going to hit us like this again? I think so. Yeah. I think this is, yeah. Kind of opened up Pandora's box a yeah, little bit. I think so. Microphone. So What did you say? This one. But uh, yeah, I think that <laughs> I think one of the new normal things might be um, how people start to look at some aspects of their um, of their daily life that's just uh, like missing as far as this experiment is going. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of unawareness about cross contamination and what had really happened with this disease, as well as the response of how it was handled and how it was potentially mishandled yeah that has been forgotten about i think that's that's getting pushed aside to the point where they won't even let the dude testify um fauci testify mm. and blocking him because it's gonna look bad for for trump you know for his re-election campaign and everyone so block him you know but that's just what i see yeah, yeah i mean there's a lot of fallout there's the political aspect definitely to it right you know the stock market hasn't done well 
over this period. And that's kind of what Trump has rested his hat on, that the economy is good. Right. Right. And the economy is not good. And, you know, it's not his fault that the economy is not good, but it should open our eyes to show people that one person cannot have an effect on the economy as greatly as they propose that they've had that effect on the economy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But presidents now tend to get the blame or the credit for how the economy does. Ir, ir, irregard. <laughs> Yo, can you? You know, irregard of um, whether or not they've had they've played a role or haven't played a role. So, Trump has been hoping to get the credit for. Yeah. So I mean, as you as you think about it, like uh, this social experiment, how do you how do you think this thing? Uh, what do you think it turns into? Well, I think, like I said, it's a great sociological experiment. Yeah, there'll um, be a lot of studies that come out of this period. I hope so, because it's an interesting period to study and to have some data on that we can go back and read in journals and things like that. Mm-hmm. But there's always been like this one thing in the back of my mind regarding this. There's a saying that said, that goes, never let a good crisis go to waste. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's going to be some people who are currently taking advantage of it, but are going to continue to take advantage of the changes that are going to come about because of this situation. And to me, one of those things is more infringement Mm. on your privacy, right? On your personal privacy, on your work privacy. Mm -hmm. You have some expectation of privacy, uh, you know, in work as well as in your private life. And I think there's going to be more stepping on the toes of, of that, privacy right that you have mm. um, well, I, I think that's being slipped to people real easy in the in in the previous days to this and that's with the uh, devices like uh, Alexa and the voice controlled remotes yep. and mm. that sort yep. of thing like you're giving it up for the idea that it's convenient so as long as the government packages uh, program about you know, how to keep people in, how to give up your privacy rights. There's a good chance they're going to give it to you under the guise of a convenience for you. Yeah, definitely. People like face are, recognition, people right? People are more than willing, more than willing to give well, it Well, I think face recognition is a little bit different camp because these people are willingly giving up their privacy. Face recognition, you don't really have, because the cameras are going to be pointing. If you're in public, you you have no expectation of privacy in public, so they can mm-hmm. record you. So if they implement facial recognition and using the public cameras, there's nothing that you are uh, uh, accepting or saying, yeah, I consent mm-hmm. uh, to being recorded and, and having a facial recognition software run on me. One of my favorite representations of what we're talking about is a beautiful... 1998 movie mm. Will Smith and Enemy Gene Hack- Hackman Enemy, Enemy of the, of the State. State It's and Lisa Bonet mm. and Lisa Bonet she had seven lines but still that's what I remember <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably the, seven more lines than I would have given her the, the idea though is yeah, that yeah. they were so far advanced to what actually ended up happening well I think that's the truth there is a lot of advancements that we're not privy to especially in the military applications mm-hmm. that they are uh, well past what they're telling us oh, their definitely. capabilities are yeah. definitely we don't the general public won't get this latest thing until 
military government is already on to the next the thing. Next That's how I generally feel. Yeah, yeah. You know, they were talking about GPS as far as like early Bond movies, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before mass, the masses was like, GPS, yeah. what? Yeah. But they were talking about it in the early, I'm talking about when uh, Connery was playing Bond, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. I saw a Bond time. movie yeah. where he was using GPS or something, which at that time, if you went to the movies, you'd be like, wow, what a, now we have GPS, do you 40 think, years later. Yeah, but do nah. you think the government doesn't have whatever the next thing is? Or the next three things yeah. are because they have that level of uh, top secret. Oh, yeah. You know, they don't, the classification, they classify this stuff for a long period of time before they make it available right. to the well, general it's public. Like, it's like the yeah. thing you were just um, you were just telling us before. Wasn't it uh, Israel's tracking? Yeah, so were- so so circling it back to the whole COVID-19 coronavirus, that uh, there are a couple of countries that are tracking their citizens who have been tested positive. I think South Korea is one of those countries, mm-hmm. and then Israel, I think, was actually probably the first country to do it, or mm-hmm. one of the first countries to do it. Okay. And so, you know, you have this phone, which in and of itself is an infringement yeah. on your <laughs> privacy, yep. but you... You know, basically said, yeah, I'm okay with that because you bought the phone, you activated the phone, and you have your service. So convenience, yeah, it, of course. Right. Anything to make people lazier mm-hmm. will definitely infiltrate their life. Right. And and we have it in all the media types that we have in our house now. You talk about, you know, the remote control that you can talk. They're taking that data in that you talk into your remote control. They're aggregating that and they're seeing where it's coming from in the country, who's saying mm-hmm. what, so that they can advertise better. And individually yep. to you yep. and your people. Yeah. Um, but going back to tracking on the phone about this COVID-19, yeah. So think about all the social implications of that, where if somebody can make available who has COVID-19, you can see on a map using GPS, like yep. we was just talking about, mm-hmm. who has COVID-19 and who's near you, how are they going to be reacted to out in public? They're going to be ostracized. We're like, yo, you need to go home or you're going to get beat. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it, it just leads down this really slippery slope. Especially if they don't have a mask on. If they have gloves, mask, they're you know what I mean? taking precautions. Yeah, 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 all of that. Even if they're not, you know? Even if they're just outside, it doesn't matter because yeah. people fear really what they don't understand. So, mm-hmm. and then they fear more what they do understand, you know what I'm saying? So if they understand that you are infected with this virus and they've seen what it's done to the general population... It's going to cause some issues, yeah. you know? Yeah, I agree. It's crazy. That's crazy. When you were talking about the um, this phone, you know, I, I mentioned phone uh, face recognition, and you were saying it's not quite the same thing, and I get it. One of the things I'm concerned about, and I don't know if this was, if I got this idea from enemy of the state or not, I'm concerned with having technology that could put you somewhere that you were never. Like falsify a record? Or oh, say that's, that's say you were there. They can because they've had face recognition and right. have information right. on your face. Right. They can put you somewhere where you weren't. That's easily possible. Yeah, yeah. Or or with your fingerprint, they could put your now that there's data of fingerprints on your phone because you need your fingerprint. To, like for me, you know, fingerprint to open your phone, yeah. unlock yeah. your phone. Yeah. Well, they have that information now. That fingerprint, they could place it somewhere that. You may physically have never been right, and now be accused of something yeah, you didn't or, do, or yeah. even worse, place it to some place you could have been right. or could have been right. right. So and, there's and then, plausibility yeah. there. Yes, yeah, yeah. and, and my, that's that, that is that has been something that has always. I, I remember talking to my classes about that. You know, now it's all 
because our level of thinking, for example, the masses, when we see things like that come forward, we're thinking, oh, it's less of a hassle. It's something easier to do. Yeah. We might even be thinking, my girlfriend or my boyfriend can't block and go into my phone now. Or I can track my girlfriend or my boyfriend to see where they're moving. That, too. But, I mean, as far as when, when they start saying using fingerprints or oh, face true, recognition, true. Yeah, most of our thinking right? was like, oh, nobody can break into our phone now. Right. But we're not thinking about what this also means, right? Now, somebody- Has a record. Has a record of yeah. your face. Yeah. Has a record of your print. Yeah. What does that mean? What are the Have you seen these videos? I forget. There's a term Deep that they fake. use. Deep fakes. Thank Man. you. Mm-hmm. Have you seen these videos where they will take like a picture or maybe two frames of a video- and they'll take your voice and they'll be able to make a whole video, you know, 30 seconds, a minute worth of a video of you saying and doing things that you never said and never did simply because they have a sample of your voice mm. and some picture of your face. They can make it look like it's a video of you saying something that you never said. I think I heard of I was like, what, did they do that to like impact the election or something like that? I, I feel like I read something where they made a parody commercial of like a Trump something trump said but a lot of people thought it was real i, I don't know if it's the same thing but i i, I tend to remember yeah, it was probably they, something they've been, along they've been those doing lines. that since obama that's crazy they've been doing that since obama. so now if they can have your physical face captured if they can have your fingerprint if they can have your voice they can recreate you right and put you in a place that you've never been and make you say things that you've never said and have you look guilty to a world <laughs> Yeah, because all you all you really do have is have to sway enough people. To That's it, get, and we're giving this information up willingly, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So be be careful with these things, you guys. I mean, your, your privacy. I, I mean, how do you guys feel about your like your personal privacy at like house in your house or well, or, I don't, or mm-hmm. for like even testing demands that might come up for for right. COVID. Mm. How do you think well, about? meaning like that. Requiring vaccinations, either requiring vaccinations or you, you have to submit to certain types of testing in for areas. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, I think that we as a nation have been moving towards that. I didn't even think before, but definitely primarily after nine eleven, right? Uh, where the age old question, just historically in America, whether it be Pearl Harbor, uh, has always been civil liberties versus national security right mm-hmm. which one is more important yeah right um and we're in that situation now and i i think i think we've been as a nation for me in my lifetime i think we've been in this discussion since 9 11 where you know what's more important the national you know national security or civil liberties and if you have to infringe on civil liberties for the sake of national security is that okay um you know, I think we're moving towards a place where privacy is, like you said, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be almost nil. Things like Echo and uh, what is uh what is it Alexa, Alexa and you know Google where Home and yeah all that, where yeah. they've had they've already had cases or, or things that have come out and said you know Alexa or I don't know which one one of these devices were still recording even when you don't know it's recording like it's it's recording conversations not just when you say hey alexa play such and such like they just they're recording conversations and those recordings are being transmitted yeah transmitted and and it's just do we really have privacy i i think we're we're moving to a place where i don't think we actually have privacy but i think it's going to come it's getting to the place where it's actually becoming 
more knowledgeable, more people are recognizing that we don't have privacy because I'm a, I mean, I study history. I mean, COINTELPRO is proof that, you know, nobody really has privacy. They wire and tap in phones and yeah. all that. Like, so you know, privacy has always been in question, but I think we're going to the point now where it's even getting bold enough where they can say we can take their privacy from them. But they'll be okay with it. Yeah, they'll actually give it away. Give it away. Yeah, in trinkets. I, right. I, I want to circle back to something earlier, though. Um, you, you said you know be careful out there. You were cautioning the audience to be careful, but I don't think there's a way to be careful. The kids growing up nowadays, we grew up pre this technological boom, right? Mm-hmm. And and we're straddling both worlds. These kids nowadays are born into this world, so they right. know nothing different. Mm-hmm. You know, my niece five years old knows how to work the phone better than her grandmother does mm-hmm. so the privacy she doesn't even know about privacy her is her face being recorded while she's doing stuff on the phone is her voice being recorded while she's talking around the phone so she ha- doesn't even have the ability to consent to give that stuff up mm-hmm. so i think it's gone mm-hmm. especially with this new generation and sets of generations that are going to come after us it's gone mm-hmm. um yeah privacy is is gone what you said about giving up civil liberties mm-hmm. for national security. If I remember correctly, it was uh, uh, Benjamin Franklin who said those who would give up their civil liberties for security mm-hmm. deserves neither. Neither, right. right? So if a founding father mm-hmm. of the United States of America can see that at the point of the founding of the United States, then how far have we come right. where we don't even pay homage to what he said in regards to how we should live our lives as free Americans, mm-hmm. right? We're willingly giving it up, not only for security, mm-hmm. but like you said, for convenience, which is worse to me right. because, you know, yeah, you want life to be easier, but in a meaningful way, mm-hmm. not just to make you but, lazy. But mm-hmm. on the flip, so does, I mean, does COVID um, satisfy those conditions? Should people, I mean, you in in this type of um, thing people are more than willing to give up um, their privacy. You're having, you know, like you're giving up to when you go get your testing. Well, I think it's been an on ramp for a long time, like you said, since 9 11, especially when the Patriot Act, Patriot Act was mm-hmm. enabled. Uh, we gave up a lot of our civil liberties, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's been an on ramp for more and more civil liberties to be given up. So, so I think people are willing now because. Any, it's like a jump scare mm-hmm. in a movie, right? In a in a horror movie, mm. right? You're on edge all the time, waiting for that jump scare. COVID nineteen was just that last jump scare, so you're willing to give up so so that you feel safe. Yeah. You're willing to give it up. So I think it's just it's like what do they say? Boiling the frog, right? Mm-hmm. You put the frog in the cold water and you boil him. He won't know that he's being boiled, mm-hmm. but if you put him in hot, so I think we've been in that cold water. The water is a very warm temperature now. We don't even notice. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but I think that's to the benefit of those in power, right? You give it, you give them these, you take away, you're taking away, when I say you're, those in power take away civil liberties, take away rights, but they do it in such a way where we're basically giving it to them because yeah. of the way they're presenting it to us. Yeah. You know, hey, don't, wouldn't you rather be safe? Yeah. Hey, wouldn't you rather have face recognition than yeah. have to remember? Four yeah. numbers to open your phone. Yeah. Like we're giving, they're giving, we're giving it to them because the way they're presenting it, like, hey, we'll make it more convenient for convenient. you. Yeah. yeah, 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 man. I said that's 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 a problem, but that that tends to be 
our history, right? And, and like you were saying, this this idea of making things more convenient. Let's not let's not make things more convenient just for convenience sake. Correct. What is what's what's the purpose of making things more convenient? Right. Let's examine right. why we want or why it should be more convenient. Um, but I was always the first time I was weary of something like a face recognition. I um one of my friends when I lived in Philly had um. What was one of these gaming systems? It's a gaming system that even though it was Xbox. off. Was it Xbox? The Connect? And maybe it was Connect. Mm. I think so. Even though it was off, I saw the thing move. Yeah. And I was like, what is that? You know, because I didn't know. I didn't play. I was never a big video game guy. So he was like, oh, yeah, that's just my Xbox. I'm like, it moves? Yeah. When the game It was like off? a little flat piece and yeah. it was on a pedestal yeah. and it would move. It had a camera and it would and move. And it's like taking... Yeah. I don't know if we talked about this before. I don't mean to cut you off, but no. I don't know if we talked if I talked about this before. Feel free to cut me off. But <laughs> I did, that's why I did. Okay, gotcha. No. <laughs> You've done been cut off. <laughs> I love you guys. Um I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how you know the love is real. Yeah. When the oh, hate no. is present. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> man, what was I even talking about? Uh, the Xbox. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so, so when I was in grad school, I, I read one of the books that I read for the project. It's a computer science project management course I took. And one of the books that I read for it was The Making of the Xbox. Mm. And one of the main goals of Xbox was to get a set-top box in your living room mm. so they can understand your behaviors and your patterns. Wow. And I think the connect was just an because that this was the first Xbox that came out yeah, the yeah. book that I read and then Connect came out a little step. bit after yeah yeah so I think that was their purpose and so now they have Xbox Live and everything all of that now. stuff yeah. so everything is on the net so everything streams you can get Netflix you can get everything streaming through one set top box I think they achieve their goal yeah. because now they can understand what it is that you're watching what's coming into your house and what you're paying attention to how yep. much time you're spending on each part of whatever it is they deliver mm-hmm. and they got all this information and it's yeah to make money off of you yeah you know and to have power over you yeah well when i when when that situation happened where i was at a friend's house and i saw it move mm. you know i was like well what is it doing and he I don't even know if he knew for sure what it was doing in that moment, but he was like, this is the part that it's used to scan your body when you print. I was like, yo, I don't want that. Mm-mm. I don't want my body being scanned. Mm-mm. But uh, And that was just in that area. I'm not a video gamer, but you know, I have succumbed in other ways, right? Like I have to. I've, yeah. I've used my yeah. fingerprint to open my phone. I mean, yeah. and I've even though I have taught against it, I've gotten lazy and be like, here. But, but that's why it works about, because even yeah. people who are aware and more vigilant mm-hmm. are still doing it. Still doing so it. So they yeah, know I, psychologically, I'm sorry, they no, know no, no. psychologically that these things work on people regardless of what their actual active mental state is against these things. Right. So I actually um, fell victim to one of the most get data gathering um, um, programs it was for the sake of conveniently knowing my origins. Hmm. Oh, so oh, 23 and me. me. Yeah, and they, damn. You know, they got they, me. They got me. They didn't get me. <laughs> I got it from my parents for mm-hmm. Christmas one year. And, you know, I, I was like, my dad always wanted like a family tree and understand yep. his yep. roots and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's why I did it. But then I read afterwards what they do with that data. I was like, come on. Yeah, but that's, what, that's another avenue to play on. 
So what sympathies, especially African Americans, right, who yeah. who have such a disconnected history because right. of tell right. you what, though, enslavement? It found out that I was Nigerian and part Sierra Le- Leonean and yeah. part Ethiopian. So that's the convenience to pay for it. But that's know? what I'm saying. Yeah. It'll play on our sense. It's something like what is it called? Twenty three and and me. Twenty three and me. Is that the same thing like the whole African ancestry type? Ancestry.com. Ancestry.com. There's an African ancestry. Yeah, I know they have African ancestry. So I'm saying all that plays on our history, right? The fact that there's a big gap in whether you're Caribbean African descent. There's a huge disconnect. There's a whole yeah, because of the 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 slave trade. The diaspora, yeah. Yeah. And and uh so plays on our sensitivities. There's people who genuinely want to be connected because we are people who may not know where our homeland is right because we've had they play on that sensitivity yeah. yep um and then we do that and then you know i don't know exactly what they do afterwards but i'm sure that stuff is some in someone's database they're gonna use of course it for everything of course yeah they're gonna use it for everything they they're say gonna, they can't they, but, without your consent yeah i think but i think they do i think they do and i think they're they're gonna learn more about how to target directly to you individually from like a genetic level what are people genetically predisposed to in terms of being influenced which a, which a good movie representation for that is the island i haven't Maybe. seen that oh is that leo gosh, no i haven't beautiful. seen it. no um what's this guy uh freaking actor guy he's english oh the, act, the english actor oh, the guy? english kenobi. Guy? what's oh. his what's kenobi what's his oh uh, uh the young kenobi yeah. Oh, uh, Ewan McGregor. Uh, Ewan McGregor mm. yeah, is in the Star island. Wars. And uh, mm-hmm. the, not just Jessica, not Jessica Alba. Anyway, there's a, it's a beautiful representation of them taking your DNA and the privacy issues that deal with it and what you find out. And I will not give that movie away. The, but island? I, the island? Where can I see it? I think it's Streaming? 1995. Oh, um, yeah, is that old? Yes. Oh. It's beautiful. Wow. It, Maybe not. Maybe 2005. I'm not good with dates. That's what I'm saying. But <laughs> so 95 or 2005? I'm not too sure. Because <laughs> 95 Couple is, years whether you believe it or not, is a long time ago yeah, now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Okay. No, maybe not 95, so but you, it's a great representation of, of that sort of thing. If we want to bring out movies about him, who remembers Minority Report? Oh, I remember. I didn't watch crimes. it. Yeah, then I don't crimes. want to give that one away either. You should Minority watch that movie Report? because it, it has the same kind of idea that yeah. we're talking about. Not just even the precognition that you were just discussing but just a little part that's really not germane to the movie itself Mm -hmm. but when he went into the train and they were scanning him and targeting the the advertisements to him you remember yeah i do remember watch that night report watch that i'm gonna watch it see when you were saying rashad that they you know they're targeting us with like advertising by taking all that information yeah i think that that's what they do on some level I think that's just one of the many things they're doing it, like how to advertise to us, how to target us, like you said, how to how to find out who's predisposed to do what. Yeah. This. But that to me is like you can also create predictions that may not be true based on certain things. Like that's like you you know for a long time there was this pa- this thought that black folks are pathological and they're you know, they're more apt to commit crimes. They're mm-hmm. more because of their blackness. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds, there's something genetic yeah, within them yes. that predisposes them sounds to that type ri- of behavior. Sounds ridiculous now. Yeah. But at that, at a That's period of time, it's ridiculous. it is ridiculous. Yeah. But, and, and most people even, you know, racist won't come out and say that nowadays. They'll find other codified language to convey the same truth. But at one time, 
that's what the, the thought was. One's blackness made them more likely to commit crimes or more likely to whatever, have whatever problem. And I, I wonder if all this is helping to contribute to those similar type of notions again, right? So now we're going to say genetically these people, based on whatever information has come, genetically these people are more likely to do this and these people are more likely to do that. So why don't we just point them in that direction anyway? Well, this is why I was talking about mm-hmm. it being uh, an on-ramp. Uh-huh. Right. Because, yeah, the first way wave of it is going to be advertisement, individual advertisement, because that's the test bed on how they can understand and predict your behavior. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to apply that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because that's an important factor. How you spend your money is an important factor. And it tells people a lot of things about you right and so they're going to determine the factor it's exactly and so they're going to use that and apply those the the information that because you have data which Mm -hmm. is what they're gathering Mm -hmm. and then you have information which is informative stuff based off of the data right right? and so they're going to apply that to other aspects that you're talking about Uh, can we predict how someone is going to behave and this is where minority report goes into the hot garbage because exactly because the minority report goes into this and says we can predict that somebody's going to commit a crime Mm -hmm. how do you know somebody is going to do something if they haven't done it Mm -hmm. right and so that's the conundrum that we're gonna it looks like increasingly we're putting ourselves that's where they solved that conundrum though that's what the whole facebook test was with um cambridge analytica was that the the uh, i'm sorry i, I apologize for, I, I don't remember her name mm-hmm. who who came up with the programming but mm-hmm. it was all about sorting out habits to become predictive yep. behavior and she yep. excelled at it to the point where it became what it became facebook now has a device i've seen commercials watching tv they have a device where you know you can have a face conversation it's basically video phone right that way back in the day the movies predicted yeah. that we were going to have but it's mm-hmm. exactly it's a video phone that there's a device now that you can have in your house i don't know if it moves with you there may be some there is, models it, that move around it, with you and follow. it follows you but wow. why would anybody in their right mind allow facebook of all companies <laughs> right to infiltrate their home with a device that does that is beyond me so right. but they they're selling it and you they're know, advertising it now it's those people that say well if you're not breaking the law why do you got to fear well, yeah. I mean, you got to push it as far as you can. Uh, you know, you bend it as much as you can until you start breaking it. You know, it's better to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission is what mm-hmm. they say. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what they're doing. They're going as far as they can, making as much money as they can, getting as much data. To me, it's like, what is the end goal? Is it power? Is It it's always leads back to power and money, it seems. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what is the end goal? Yeah, you know my behavior so you can predict what I want and, and may not want. But like, Why? so what? Yeah, so right. what? Just so right. I can buy more of your shit? That's I don't need more of your shit. Right. Ultimately, it's about, I think everything's about profit. But you, you guys made an interesting point, right? A good predictor, I guess, of behavior is what one spends their money on. I mm-hmm. think you guys said something like that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, apply that to this nation. Like, what does this nation spend most of its money on? Whoa. Consumer Defense. goods? None. Oh, you mean from a government perspective? Government perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. Defense. Defense? Yeah. So that should tell you what the like what what that's what they're about what does that tell you it tells me that they're gonna they're gonna look that they can't establish any relationships unless there's some kind of conflict or war involved possible mm-hmm. war that if you spend all your money on defense it's like you just looking to dominate and and take over in in a way that you know you want to stand out in a way where 
nobody can com- com- compete with you with, it's especially those, militarily yeah it's that same that same adage it's like um they just the people who search to conquer the world end up falling the hardest you know is that is that what this nation's headed towards is well this nation is the only reason why this nation has been able to remain atop as one of the nations for as long as it has, and it's not the longest in history, but for as long as it has, is because of her military might compared to other nations. There's a few nations we're just not going to fight no matter what our conflict is, mm. right? Like war with the Soviet Union or with Russia would be something like, there's a lot of talk, but war, both sides understand that war with each other could be have yeah, war with any devastation. nuclear power is right. not going to happen. I don't, I don't think we're going to get in war with China, right? We, I don't think we'll get in war. India, Pakistan. Yeah, like the, we, there's certain nations we won't get in the war with. Japan, none of them. And it's always good to have that jo- – I mean, that's not good, but the position is we'll jockey for position. We'll threaten. We'll talk a lot. But America has been able to be as powerful as she has because the nations that she tends to be bullying – because certain nations she can't bully that she has to bring to the table to have some kind of dialogue. But the nations that America does, when I say bully, it's because they're military. But it's not right. just America. In history, it's been France. Well, it's that's been what I'm Belgium. It's, it's been the Great Britain. It's yeah, been empires. You know, empires. Empires. Yeah. Spain. And, 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 Spain yes. Portugal. Yeah. Right. And and the, America is, for all intents and purposes, an empire, even though it may not look like back in the day where you go over a nation and you... You conquer them and say, now you're part of us. Yeah. But what they do now is they say, yo, we got a military base here. This is our military aid here. Yeah. We'll offer you military aid. We'll put all these things around you to basically say you can't come against us. Yeah. Um, so, well, I mean, a lot of it, too, I think, is strategic positioning oh, yeah. against some of our other foes mm-hmm. uh, that we do have you know, beefs against that we want militarily or from an intelligence perspective to have a little bit of a leg up on, right? Mm. So, you know, I mean, what do you think about, like Snowden talked about a lot of the surveillance state, mm-hmm. and now he's in, where is he? He's in Russia still, right? Is he still in Russia? Is he? I, I thought he was or out of Venezuela embassy. Venezuela oh, no, or something think, like that? I'm thinking of WikiLeaks guy. Snowden? No, no, no. arrested. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. thinking of... Um, I'm thinking of Assange. Assange, Julian Assange, yeah. yeah. Snowden? What happened to him? He's arrested, isn't yeah? he? Yeah. No, he's not here. He just did an interview with, uh, not well, not just, but you know, a couple months ago, he did an interview with Joe Rogan. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was one of it's it had it's to a, be a remote. It's great. Oh yeah, Snowden's absolutely. In, yeah, I think Snowden's in jail. No, nah, he's not in jail. On like suicide watch or something. No, nah, you're talking about Chelsea Manning. Yeah, I think is that oh, Chelsea that's Manning. What yeah, it yeah. Is, it is. But she's out, isn't she? I think so. I think they released her. Why do I think she got out? Did she get out during this COVID thing? And it was before. I that? think it was a little bit before. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wow. No, I'm. Uh, yeah, I don't I'm know. Lost. I'm yeah, not sure. Where you got Well, I mean, you were in the right ballpark. At least. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah the, I mean, they were talking about the greatest um, stealing a data, personal data against you know, people, under people's noses. Yeah. And, yep. Yep. You know, right in their faces. Really, He's in Russia. It was on their phone calls. He's yeah, in Russia. I don't think we yeah. even bad an eye about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this goes back to giving up your liberties for security. Mm. And people were willing to do that because they th- felt like they were under attack. And so it leads you to, or hopefully, it leads one to question well, were we really under attack? You know, what are the motivations, right? Right, right? Where do these motivations come from? Well, they, and, I think they felt like they had to find a lot of homegrowns first. You know, there was a, a big surveillance from because he had, um, what's it called, Obama? And, um, 
Unabomber? Unabomber. Oh. Like, even from stuff like that. Like, it was never an outside threat. It was going to be what we had to deal with. It was going to be somebody from within who had other ideas about it. And that's, like, continuously been the um, fines over these times. It's like, whether it's a lone gunman or it's a lone, Mm -hmm. you know, that's that's the reason that people are so willing to give up these these things. I mean, you've seen kids getting arrested for, you know, for like you said, gaming talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're surveilling those to the point where, yeah, that is real talk. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's a real enough threat for well, I mean, us to there, go get you. There are people who have been arrested for speak. Um, there was one case in Canada. I don't remember the whole situation, but the dude got arrested for what he said. Mm. And it was just like eye opening because it was like, how can you be arrested in a country that has free speech baked in? Well, I think he, Canada does. Did he did he scream fire in a in a movie theater? He, did, he, can... he did not scream fire <laughs> in a movie theater or a dim restaurant. Because mm. you could be arrested for that here. You could because that's not considered free speech. Yeah. That's a threat. I had a professor once who said free speech ends at the end of your nose. Free speech mm. does not mean you're free from consequences of that speech. Yeah. Word. It just means that the government cannot curtail your ability to say these things. Yeah. That's all that it means. And it's powerful. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of people misinterpret what free speech a, And they say it's a free country yeah. or I have free speech. Yeah. Not from me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's from the government. It's so that the government cannot infringe or basically hold down uh, freedom of the press, the ability to report on these things Even that they, they may to. be doing. Even though they do. Oh, yeah, they definitely do. They definitely, they definitely do. do. Mm-hmm. And it's it's being made worse now in the current situation that we're at. You know? yeah. so, so do you guys see us moving? I guess the, the, tra- the trajectory that we are moving, I think we all can agree it's a dangerous one, right? We, we, we believe it's dangerous in the sense that we're losing privacy more than we're gaining more privacy right if there's if you had to i think it's an imminent existential threat i think it's one of the most important topics that's not discussed how do we change the trajectory and do you think that well let me just stop there how do we change the trajectory because i will say this i don't think about that as probably as much as i should Mm the infringement on our privacy and just how fast we are losing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I have a lot of other things and a, lo- a lot of other thoughts that make me skeptical of how this nation and just society as a whole in the world move. But and privacy has been up there, but probably not as much as it should, because, you know, this conversation here today has helped me realize, like, you know, there's a lot of things that we probably there's a lot of things that 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 we have given away willingly that we probably don't even know we've given away. Yeah. And that is, like you said, that's serious. That's serious to our existence. We're not consenting to it. Yeah. We're almost being tricked into these things. Even the ones that we do consent. Mm -hmm. You can't have a smartphone without consenting to their privacy rules. Right. And how they're going to use your data. Mm -hmm. So you can't play the game. Right. I think it's inevitable that I don't think there's a way to stop it to answer your question. Okay. Don't think there's a way that mankind can stop it because they're playing on 
the proclivities of human, mm-hmm. and that is to make things easier, which was why we build and engineer things, right? Is to make we our make lives, tools. yeah, mm-hmm. make tools is to make our life easier, right? Mm-hmm. But it's really making us lazier, and they, they're understanding that we have a short attention span, so they are implementing these ways of keeping our attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's on a rolling ba- it's not on a single topic it's just on a rolling basis uh, what i think could stop uh privacy from being infringed upon is things like covid-19 where it stops us in our tracks mm-hmm. and causes us to think about how we're living life and if we have something in the same vein like the power grid goes out right you know we don't have electricity mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. we have to you know, figure out how to live without these things that we're so used to now, Mm -hmm. then I think that can cause a rollback in us establishing. Because think about it, back in the day when, you know, in the 17 and 1800s, they didn't have all this entertainment and at the tips of their fingers like we do, Right. right? And they fought for their liberties. They fought for their freedoms Mm -hmm. because that was what was in their face. We're so distracted now that we don't even see what's in our face. Right. And that's part of the game, right? Distractions. I tell my students all the time, like part of the the stuff that keeps us distracted from what's happening right in front of us it are things like Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, you know, TV on demand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff like the TV. Like I think, I remember my my parents talking about TV as a distraction. So I've heard that and the blocked idiot that up. Box. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. So I think we've we've known TV, but even the way TV does it now, right? On demand is yeah. a is a feature now where it's like, yo, you can watch whatever you want to watch when you watch it. You can't sit down on Tuesdays and watch your right, show. You don't have to schedule it out. You can don't, do whatever you want. Just, to. Yeah, just yeah. watch. And it's, it's dist- you could watch the whole season in one sitting if the, you wanted. If to. you wanted to yeah. keep us distracted, uh, so. Wow, it, it's it's. I don't know if you saw the South Park episode. It might have even been, been the movie, but one of the. Oh no, it was. Uh, I don't remember, but one of the ways that they were trying to distract somebody was like, "Hey, look at the monkey! Look at the monkey!" Was it the yeah, the O.J. Simpson yep. episode? Yeah, and and it was uh, yep. it was the lawyer. What was his name? Uh, uh, the oh, black Johnny. lawyer, Johnny Cochran. Johnny Cochran, and he was trying to distract him. He's like, "Look at the monkey! Look at the monkey!" Because you know he was trying to give his defense. Right, and we are staring at the monkey. We've been staring at the monkey. We are so easily distracted from, you know, the things that are important that they are separating us from our money. They're separating us from our goals mm-hmm. and and they're separating us from our morals. Mm-hmm. And so how that, do you keep them? How do you keep them? You got to disconnect. Yeah. Disconnect off the grid. Off the grid. <laughs> I off joke the about grid this. Impossible, I joke say. about this, but I would love to live in a commune, man. I think I really would, you know, work the land, you know what I mean? Tend to the herd, build and fix an, things. Is it an off the grid commune? Well, I mean, yeah, we have. So so technology is not all bad, right? We mm-hmm. now have solar panels that are way less expensive than they used to be. They could be even less expensive now 
if we didn't go in the direct because remember back in 1979 Jimmy Carter had solar panels on the roof of the White House, White House. and when Reagan took over he took them down right. so if we invested in that type of technology back then imagine where we could be right now mm -hmm. so the cost would be so minimal that everybody would have it so we could still have some comforts like light and hot water from a hot water heater and boiler because we can generate our own electricity that's not putting money into somebody's pockets because we're getting it free from the sun mm -hmm. so the the who killed the electric car you ever see that documentary I, did. I mean we had all of this technology we had the ramp that we were headed on mm -hmm. to go into a place to be more autonomous as individuals and not have to rely so much on the government teat. Mm -hmm. But they want us to rely on that. They want us to rely on these big corporations that are selling us things. I mean, all these conglomerations now, mm -hmm. NBC owned by Comcast, but mm -hmm. what does Comcast own? The biggest, one of the biggest ISPs in the world, mm -hmm. right? It underpins everything that you do. And now they're owning media companies and they, and there are, there, there was this graph or this picture of like seven companies that are these huge conglomerations oh, and else. they spoke off into all of yeah. the smaller companies that you know that you don't even realize that these company own. Like you've heard of the Koch brothers, right? Yeah, yeah. I never heard of the Koch brothers and pro probably until like 10, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. But they've owned so many of these other companies, these consumer companies that you're used to, and you didn't even know who owned them. Right. You know, so so that's they're trying to mask themselves mm -hmm. while, again, separating these things that should be important to you as a human. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Split the from grid. the top. Split from the top. You got, Even if and you that's have a what, solar panel, you're trackable. Yeah, yeah. Now, now. You yeah. remember back in the day when people before like widespread cable, people were just using regular antennas, right, for mm -hmm. their TV, right? Yep. And you but still so, can. And you still can. You get the HD antennas and you can watch mm -hmm. your TV. But but what I'm saying is, is that back in the day, people had some people had cable. Not a lot of people had cable, but some people had satellite, mm -hmm. and they had their own satellites, and they were getting all these channels for free. Mm -hmm. But somebody monetized it, right? Yeah. So they took that freedom away from you. Right. And and that's just what's been happening. And so so what I'm saying is if something happens globally or even regionally, like we had that brownout in New York. Yeah, I remember that. Was like 10, 12 years ago or something like that? You it was more than brownout? that. It was like 15 years ago. Or maybe talking about, you're not, you're the not talking about the blackout. Brownout. Was it a brownout or a blackout? I think it's a blackout. I think it's a blackout. I just want to know if we're talking about the same thing. What's I the remember? difference between a brownout? And a I don't blackout? know. I've never heard. Brownout. I thought a brownout was when the power, power comes back on. Like it's just a. It was too much of a surge. Cut. The brownout is, I think, is a surge of power that brings the power down. Brings it down. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I, anyway, you know what I'm talking about. It's the same thing with talking. I think gotcha. that's the only way that we can roll these things back because then we start to think about and mull over the things that are important to us as individuals instead of these distractions that we have. Mm -hmm. And the only way that to do it is to forcibly be cut off, or do it yourself. Go, go off the grid. So it'll take for the masses at least. It sounds like it'll take uh, either a big tragedy disaster i should say yeah. or uh, like a pandemic like this something that will stop us from continuing to move like robots how we've been moving and force us to stop re-examine think and say hey maybe we we we're going in the wrong direction yeah i think it just rolls on itself until we're forced to stop mm. Mm. yeah was that movie wally come on <laughs> mm. yeah wow man Good points, man. I mean, I, 
that's a, that's a good topic. I, I know I'll be thinking a lot more as I um grab my own iPhone, put my finger to it to make sure it opens up. I do it too. <laughs> I actually disabled since I've since I think I've I'm been going home. To. Yeah, uh-huh. I've disabled the biometrics on my phone. Yeah, and yeah. I've even disabled the password because I'm like, what if I don't? You know, right, there's right. no re- reason for me. And I'm not going out. I don't need the password right. on my phone. Right. But when I go back. Or if and when I go back, because hopefully I don't go back to normal. I don't want to, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. But if and when I go back to normal, I'm not going to put the biometrics back on my phone. Mm-hmm. It's going to be password. And that's for two reasons. The reasons that we were talking about giving up your biometrics easily. Mm-hmm. But two, legally, there's a difference between opening your phone biometrically when if, if and when you get arrested or get into trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, they can force you to do it biometrically. They can't force you to tell them your password. Gotcha. So, so you know, there are other way things that are affected by that. So, uh, mm. I'm I'm probably just go, going to go back to the password. But, you know, I don't have a, a camera on my laptop. Yeah, I cover mine, but you don't have one. That's I don't good. even have one. Yeah. Um, I'm not putting cameras in my house. I will never put cameras in my house. Mm-hmm. I'll put them outside, mm-hmm. and, you know, for safety reasons. Mm-hmm. But I also have a gun for safety reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm I, I'm doing my. I will not put smart thermostats. In my house, mm-hmm. I don't want a smart home. I don't need a smart home. Mm-hmm. I have smart TVs simply because the old TVs that I had broke down. But my main TV here in the mm-hmm. living room mm-hmm. is not a smart TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does have uh, the Amazon uh, Fire, Fire Stick, stick well, on they it. They got you. They got me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got, listen, I'm gonna have to say, yeah, they got me too. But I'm human, and they know that. So even me, mm-hmm. who's totally against this, still got got. Mm-hmm. So kind of why I want to go off the grid. I really would love to. Well, they have to come at us sophisticated. They got to come up with sophisticated ways to even, like who can, so for instance, we know, or we've said, in order to combat this, you got to go off the grid. Yeah. But they know it's highly unlikely. You know how hard it is to get off the grid? Yeah. You can't, basically. Yeah, there's like a you few gotta places. You got to be like born into it. Yeah, like I, I, I remember I was talking to a friend of mine who said he went away and was completely off the grid. I don't. I mean, he he had to go somewhere though to be off the grid. Mm-hmm. I but don't even not, know. He's not off the grid. He he's, may not be. What he means is his, his location is off the grid. Maybe. He, and he, but mm-hmm. the the problem is any anything that resembles what you know as life right now, right, makes you unable to be off, off the, the grid. grid. Right. Right. So, like I was saying, there's these sophisticated ways that make us have to accept some of these things that we even know we probably should I feel understand. like they complicate your life purposely so that they can simplify it with these gadgets. Yeah. They make you feel like your life has to be complicated in these ways. Mm-hmm. And then they solve the problem with here. Here's yeah. this phone. This will simplify your life in all of these other ways. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily think that the invention of the smartphone, which I think Apple really invented mm-hmm. and came out with the first smart the iPhone, right? I don't I think that was just innovation that mm-hmm. brought that about, right? Mm-hmm. There was a need. But then they understand and by they I mean corporations and government understand how to capitalize off of these yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's good. I had a point. I, it just left my mind real that quick. Um, yeah, that's what happens when you turn 40. Yeah, man. <laughs> 41 this <laughs> With year. With your old ass. Yeah. <laughs> With your old ass. I thought it was, uh, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say, man. Mm. But, yep, that's a good point. I, it's definitely a topic that um, I want to become more disciplined. Yeah, I mean, in. What's, what's the other, what's another aspect? When, when you're the lowest, when you're, when you're considered the lowest of society, they take your 
privacy the most. They'll take your possessions. They'll sell your possessions. Yeah. Well, you got to give up stuff to get basic life needs. You don't even have a say over giving up your own information. Like, they'll make you give it up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where they start first. So, you know, that try to keep society straight but then well that's where they start with all the experimentation that they do is with the weak the poor the disenfranchised they always experiment with them first to see how it would affect society uh wider society so stay out of the african continent when you're looking for this vaccine for covid sorry they've already been there but that's that's what i'm saying that's crazy and the, and the african continent has the least as far as yeah, yeah, I'm so surprised because, you know, they always want to make it seem like all of these diseases are coming out of the right. African continent and they have one of the least, inf- the, the smallest infection rates in the world, right? Yeah, that's a continent, yeah. But the que- but the problem is they're still going there first when they're considering to who to vaccinate. Yeah, yeah. So let's oh, see if it works. Oh, that's what you mean. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Stay yeah, out of yeah, Africa yeah, 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 when yeah, you're yeah. trying to figure out who to vaccinate. Yeah, why don't you go to Italy and try yeah. it on the people who are yeah. dying the most? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so right, that's that's what I was saying, but it was kind of off topic. But you know me, I had to <laughs> throw that in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely got to get your struggle cases on. Yeah, man. Leave leave us alone. No doubt, no doubt. But yeah, man, <laughs> stay off the grid as much as you can. Do not willingly give up your privacy. Understand what you have in terms of your rights to privacy. Yeah, you know, and and fight for those things. You know, these freedoms didn't come free. Mm. And we are allowing them to be just stripped from us. I won't even say little by little. Wholesale, they're stripping this away from us because they understand the psychology of fear. They understand. So wait, do you the have a "Don't Tread on Me" flag? They understand the psychology of <laughs> not you know, I. People be. <laughs> no, I'm not going. No, I don't have a "Don't Tread on Me" flag, but I have a "Don't Tread on Me" mentality. Yeah, they the reason they want that that that's a whole different reason why they want. Well, I'll say when I think of a person, the tip, the average person has the "Don't Tread on Me" flag. It's not for the reasons I would say "Don't Tread on Me." Yeah, you know what I'm gonna say that they look at me as treading on me them, at treading on them. Mm. That's not what you know. I think that uh, they look at me as. But isn't there like a certain tenant? Uh, that you have to accept once you agree to be American and is it one of those to accept that black people were brought here like it's not like you know they barely teach it (laughs) we got the shortest month of the year they barely (laughs) teach it in school it's not they're not conditioned to think that way you can't you can't you can't make somebody understand that when you also contradict it with individualism and all that stuff yeah, so this brings a whole other aspect to this that i that i've been like wrestling with personally for a while and that's the idea that this country has as far as moving forward and uh, as large as all of these major stories has to deal a lot with inclusion but there's a lot of people and parts of this country that do not want to include um basically parts of america mm. so my question to you guys is, you know, like, like privacy wise, how do you feel like that that plays into your views of this country? You mean people not wanting to accept other people? Yeah, like the the uh, the inclusion aspect, mm-hmm. because, like you said, there's people willing to deny that blacks are part of the country to the point, or the country's history to the point where 
there's black people who will argue with you that we don't need a black history month mm. sort of thing. Mm. Like, I think inclusion's a myth, though. I think inclusion always sounds good. Um, so Gurner Mordahl, right, writes a book called American Dilemma, 1944, sociologist, Swedish sociologist, white them sources. Yeah, white dude, right? Swedish, Swedish sociologist, Gurner Mordahl, writes a book, 1944, called The American Dilemma. 44. 1944. Mm. And in this book... What he argues is that as far as America's black citizens are concerned, and I think we can extrapolate that to people of color now, but he was dealing with this, you know, as far as uh, uh, America's black citizens are concerned, America does not practice what she preaches. That's the dilemma Mm -hmm. that America preaches justice and liberty for Mm -hmm. all, Mm -hmm. but practices excluding those things for black Americans. Mm -hmm. That's the American dilemma. How can America practice what she preaches and makes that make that available to black folk so let's take it now 2020 right this notion of inclusion has always sounded good it's always sounded good come here bring us your you know your poor your you know whatever bring them here this is a place we can all come together and and we can have success it always sounds good but the people who make who are able to define things, the people who are empowered to create standards and policies have always been in a particular set, group set. There's exclusionary. And they make sure that they will be the the ultimate benefactors of whatever policies that they put in place. They will not put anything in place that will be to their detriment. This is how I think inclusion affects privacy. Mm -hmm. Tie it all in, brother. So... When people feel that they are the same as everybody else, Mm -hmm. then they can all be lumped and grouped into a similar structure. If you watch TV now, a lot of these commercials have these brown beiges people. Oh, yeah. So that Asians can identify with them. People of Hispanic background can identify with them. Black people can identify with them. And white people can identify with them. Mixed people can identify. Mixed people can identify with them more so than probably anybody else. Because that's exactly what they look like. Right. Mm -hmm. So when they can make you feel part of the whole, regardless of what your distinct background is, then they can group you into this category and do all of the things that we were talking about, strip you of any of those privacies because they know how to get at you because of it. Mm. So that's where I think it ties in, in terms of inclusion. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Good. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so man, if, if somebody were listening to us today and they had like a question or a comment, you know, how, how they get in touch with us. I, what I would like to know is what you think about privacy out there. What do you oh. think about privacy out there? Well, how do they respond? Well, they can respond to us at, Three kings at three kings talk.com. We need to practice that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to get better at that. I promise (laughs) you. But hit us up. We've definitely had some people who talked to us through email already. And we, you know, this particular topic kind of was brought up by one of the uh, listeners who who talked to us uh, via email. So if you would like for us to discuss a particular point that you have, hit us up at three kings at three kings talk.com. There you go. And uh, we'll certainly respond to you and might bring it up on a future podcast. Man, we're definitely looking forward to 
doing that. We're going to have it. We'll probably have a show where we're just going to answer some of these emails. Yeah, I think that would be a great show. Yeah, so please send us emails. Send us your thoughts, man. Continue to listen to us. We thank all our supporters out there. We appreciate you. Peace, King. Peace, Peace, Kings. Peace. Love y'all. Until next time, man. Love, Love you.